welcome to Hashtag No Limits. I'm your host, Shelly Kino, and Hashtag No Limits is about people that society has placed limits upon, but they have busted through those limits. Ophelia says in Hamlet that we know who we are, but not who we will be. And I believe that there is no greater example of that than the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. The caterpillar literally dissolves into its cells and reforms as a butterfly. And then the butterfly has to struggle to get out of the cocoon in order for its wings to be strong enough to fly and be the beautiful creature that we see. And in our society, um, if we can have people supporting us, we are able to bust through limits even greater than when we're not having someone supporting us. And my guest today is Michael, also known as Skippy. Um, and he is a hero to many, a father of two, and a husband of one. Welcome. Can I call you Skippy? Is that okay? Sure, you can. Okay. Everybody else does. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I like to be like the crowd sometimes. So tell us a little bit more. What do I mean when I say you're a hero to many? Oh, I don't, I, I think you're getting at my job. Yep. Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, I do what I do because that's what I was good at, just like you're good at what you do. So you're a hero as well. I think everybody's a hero at everything they do, but I'm a paramedic here in the city of Breeze. Uh, been here for 20 years and been doing it for 30. So uh, yeah, been at it a long time. Yeah. And and uh, I've been on a couple of ambulance rides with you or had a loved one in the ambulance that you've been driving. So that's why you're my hero because you've gotten my loved one safely to where they needed to be and uh, gotten the care that they needed from that point forward. But tell us about you and tell us about a little bit more about you and about your family. Um, I've been married for 22 years to my wife, Debbie, beautiful wife, Debbie. I have a, a, an, an older daughter, Morgan, who is 20, just turned 20. I can't believe that. And <laughs> We're then, too young. We can't have children uh, that old. <laughs> I know. It's not fair. It's just, I'm only 20. What is she? You know, I know, right? How does this work? <laughs> so, yeah. And then we had our little Hannah, who uh, passed away when she was almost eight, seven years old, just a couple months shy of her eighth birthday. So, um, uh, we lived in Breeze my entire life, except for a couple months. I lived in Carlisle in an apartment. Uh, but born and raised here in Clinton County, and uh, my parents are Bob and Mary Burnson. Uh, born, my dad's been here in Breeze. My mom was originally from Carlisle. Uh, so good old Clinton County folks our, our yeah. whole lives. So. And you also bring joy to a lot of people um, because you get to be a DJ sometimes at wedding celebrations and things like that. So you are very well known um, in Clinton County for all that you have done. But I think one of the things that makes you the most well-known is your experiences with Hannah. Can you tell uh, us about Hannah? Sorry. Nope. You are perfectly fine. Just hearing someone else say her name is just... Okay, I'll get it together. <laughs> okay. I know you will. Um, Hannah, I'll just start from the beginning. Is That's that perfect. fair enough? I'm going to yep. take my glasses off so I can wipe my eyes. <laughs> um, just, I am very emotional. I'm a very emotional person. Been that way my whole life. Um, but Hannah was um, born uh, March 25th of 2004. And shortly after she was born, uh, I could... I mean, it's a memory that'll never go away. It's a, uh, you know, everybody's over in the little bassinet with the warmer in the in the delivery room, and you could just see things were not, you know, one hundred percent normal. They weren't, you know, totally worried, worried, but you could mm -hmm. tell something wasn't quite right. Um, but she was born. She was a big baby. Um, she had a high hemocrit. Uh, she was jaundice. So, and I think that's what they were originally concerned about. They just saw her color was just not the normal color of a, mm -hmm. of a delivery. And um, shortly thereafter, um, they made the decision that we, we need to go to Children's Hospital. We took her to Children's by the um, NICU team, the Children's Transport team, which is fantastic. She's She has gone uh, more than once uh, by that means. Um, 
and over there, she was in the NICU for uh, several days. And even when we were there, I kind of noticed her eyes fluttering a little bit. And we questioned whether she was having seizures. And they're like, oh, no, we don't think she is. Everything's going well. So we came home, um, had the little Billy blanket, which is the ultraviolet light to get rid of some of that jaundice. And as she got older, we still... I say older because she wasn't really that old. In the next couple months, we still noticing that fluttering of her eyes. And uh, we had been in and out of the hospital. You know, we were thinking she was having seizures, but never really catch one in front of a, a healthcare professional. And I can remember us being at Children's um, in one of the rooms, and she started to have one. And I remember Debbie bolting out of the room, grabbing the nearest doctor she could find and literally drug her by the arm and says, come see this now. And um, she brought her in and she says, yep, you guys are right. She's having seizures. So that's kind of where our journey begun. And this was three months later. So she's three months old at this point in time. And she hadn't been reaching milestones as, as well as she should. She was reaching some milestones, um, but just kind of fell behind, was falling further behind. And then we got the diagnosis that she was having seizures. So then the whole gamut of uh, EEGs and hospital stays. And uh, so she was eventually diagnosed with epilepsy and cerebral palsy. Um, Hannah never did speak. Um, Hannah was always wheelchair bound. She never did stand except for in the stander, which if uh, anybody's out there with special needs children that don't walk, they put them in standards to, to get some muscle tone in their legs and, and different things. So that was the only time we ever saw her upright. But uh, the room that I'm in now, I chose this room, our Christmas trees behind us is because this was Hannah's therapy room. And we did make it our TV room because this is where Hannah spent most of her time. And at that point in time, we had the raw walls bright red. Uh, we had a, a ball pit in the corner. We had a, a soft um, stepping blocks and different things that we could lean her over. And we had so much help from just different uh, physical therapists, physical therapist assistants. I'm not even going to mention their names because there were so many of them. Um, but those uh, therapists were the ones that ended up being um, on the the fundraising board for when we started Hannah's Playground after Hannah passed away. So let me, now, sorry, I'm jumping around. No, you're so, fine. So as she got older, um, she started to have more and more seizures more and more often. At one point in time, um, she was probably having 30 seizures a day. So I can remember coming home, Hannah was still in daycare. Daycare took great care of her. Um, had to call the ambulance a couple of times because of seizures. And a couple of times I was on that ambulance, which was difficult. Um, uh, You're okay. You take the time you need. She's not real. So... You're, no, I, I want you to finish that thought. You started to say, I don't realize, I think. And I, and I want you to finish that thought because I'm sure you're correct. Whatever you were about to say, I don't realize. I think that needs to be said. How much you miss her, even when things were bad. Even yeah. when she was sick, you know. Yeah. I miss, I would take them times back. I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to talk for a second and let you gather yourself. Um, that oh. I didn't know exactly what you were going to say, but what I want people to understand that, that are watching this, that don't have a child with special needs and you think, you know, Oh, their life must be so, t so tough or so difficult and that maybe they would have been better off without that person in their mm, life. And I no. want you to understand that that is the farthest thing from the truth. Um, yeah, absolutely. And that we'll talk more about that 
as we get closer to the, 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 as yeah. the story for you know for Chase. right because we had difficult decisions to make at the at the end obviously right and um so i can remember coming home from work one day and we used to have our computer in the basement and looking for debbie and debbie's car's home and debbie turns she said i made a life-changing decision today without you and i like oh no, she's leaving me. She's out the door. You know, that's you exactly finally what I, realized that it. is exactly what I thought. And she says, I, I quit. I quit work. I'm going to stay home with Hannah. Oh. And I'm like, oh, well, that's I'm OK with that. You know. <laughs> so that, that's how, you know, that was a big, you know, obviously financial decision. And she she didn't need me to help her make that decision. She knew what she had. We were getting called to and from work so many times anyway, you know, it was not fair to, you know, our employers at that point in time. So to have someone home with Hannah, um, Debbie, Debbie, I don't ever think gets the credit she deserves because like, as you said, I am pretty well known for the DJ business through the ambulance service here in Breeze. And I was in Carlisle before I was here in Breeze for nine years. So a lot of people do know me, but they never really got to know Debbie because here I am, I'm, I'm the talker and that's, and she's kind of quiet, but mm -hmm. she's done more for our family than anybody has ever noticed. Uh, it's, it has gone unnoticed because she's so quiet about it and I'm just not a quiet person. So you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll sc scream from the, from the rooftops, you know? So, yeah. uh, I'm going to share a comment. Time, I'll cry in between the times that I'm screaming from the rooftops. So. <laughs> So I'm going to share a like, comment uh, with you and I'm just going to warn you ahead of time. It, it, it will probably tear you up. Um, this is when you were talking about Hannah and the daycare. And um, I presume this is someone who worked there at the time. And she says, you know, we loved her at siblings. Yep. They did. And they that, were always there. They still are. Um, you know, we still, anybody that's ever taken care of her still keeps in contact um, Crystal Lynn was one, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't have my glasses on, so I can't read what it says or, yeah. um, uh, but Jerry Detmer was another one. There were so many that, you know, that we, that I think probably still work there. Some of them probably still do work there Yeah. and, you know, they see us and they always talk to us and they ask us how we're doing. And, you know, that just is just, that's Hannah. That's not me being well known. That was, that was all Hannah, you know, yeah. and the, the playground, you know, We'll, we'll get into that when we start talking about the playground, but you know, it, it wasn't our idea for the playground. It was Angie Wibbles had this whole idea then. Oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So she, um, she wrote a, a, a thesis on for her physical therapy uh, degree. And uh, it was about bringing a handicap accessible playground at that point in time. That's what, she wrote the paper about right. and her professor said you should try to go do this and um so she got a committee together and they tried to raise some money tried to get some things going and it just kind of stalled and then i was at my first city council meeting after hannah died and they were there pitching the idea to the city of breeze to see if they would donate some property Oh, wow. For the playground to go in. Well, I followed her right out with her <laughs> and her sister, Beth. And I said, hey, I don't know if you know me, but, you know, there, Hannah had a lot of support, you know, for and that, what I was talking about. The, our entire community got together and bought us a van when yeah. Hannah was too big to put in a regular car anymore. So oh, and wow. we can go back to that. But that, I just wanted to make sure I didn't forget about Angie and Beth. So because it was Angie's idea and but Hannah brought everybody together to make it possible. So, you know, it's kind of a 50, 50, you know, right. thing. Yeah. Hannah and Beth are uh, Hannah and Angie and Beth. They, this wonderful people. So, and that's, that's awesome. why we have what we have now. So, yeah. And you're right. We'll get to that in a little bit. So let's yeah. go back. Um, so okay. Debbie came home and, and, and her life changing decision was, was to stay with you, stay that, home. but it was yes. to also stay at home. <laughs> We're still married. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, you know, quit work, um, stayed at home. Um, Hannah's needs got more and more demanding. So that ended up being just truly the only decision 
that was made and that was before things got demanding, you know, it was, um, started having a lot of respiratory. We were probably, um, in the hospital at least three months of every year. Um, some in the, just a regular respiratory floor, um, some on the neurology floor, some at the end was almost always the, the PICU in the ICU. Um, she ended up getting a lot of, besides the seizures and the epilepsy, she had a lot of respiratory issues. So in October come around, just like we're all going through right now, I, we've been through this with Hannah, just a different virus, you know? Right. Um, so any virus that she would get, whether it be a cold or a little bacterial infection, uh, anything would just send her over the top and she just, her lungs were just, affected immensely so she, we ended up getting a vest a percussion vest um if anybody's ever seen it, it's called the vest it's made by hill rom and it's a vest that goes on two air hoses comes in and it literally just shakes her and it wow. beats beats her lungs clear um they use a lot of it for cystic fibrosis the mm -hmm. a lot of cystic fibrosis patients uses that and it worked well you know we did it four times a day and breathing treatments four times a day. Uh, she ended up needing a feeding tube. Um, so we did, so she couldn't take anything by mouth. Uh, although we still worked on it with our therapist, you know, you never gave up on any of that. Right. Um, it just, it's just so, it's so hard to think back of every little thing was so different every day. Right. You know, some days were good days, some days were bad days, some days were okay days. Um, but I swear Deb should have just been a nurse by the time she was done because she knew more medical terminology, more medical procedures than anything. I mean, Deb, Morgan had, or Morgan, Hannah had eye surgery. She had the Nissen fundoplication to keep from acid reflux. There was just, you know, the, all that stemmed back to the cerebral palsy and just just the, the weak muscle tone. And I can remember them wanting to do a brain biopsy. And uh, this goes back to the, whether you have her here and go through difficult times, what's better or not, it's always better to have them here, you know, 100%. But they want to do a brain biopsy. And the first question we asked, well, if we do a brain biopsy, what will that change in her treatment? Well, they said really nothing because the damage has already been done. Whatever caused it, we'll just know what caused it. Well, okay. we weren't willing to right. put her through that. Right. Just to just to find an answer. Yeah, we would love to have answers, but not at the expense of comfort right. and uh, other complications that you know, infection from the before they do the biopsy. Right. You know, there's all right. every every right. time you do a procedure, there's going to be. Yep. And we just didn't want to take that risk. So, so we lived every day with Hannah as best we could. Um, I can remember, we'll go kind of to the, to the wheelchair before she actually had a wheelchair. We literally used a running stroller. So we made things work, you know, right. and we put her in a car seat till we just couldn't put her in a car seat anymore. Um, I can remember very few vacations did we go on. Um, just because all the equipment it took to go on, but we did go. Um, we went to Indiana and we saw there was a Bob the Builder um, exhibit at the, the the Children's Museum there, and a gal came up to us said, "Sorry, there's no strollers." Oh, you want to talk oh. about blowing a top? Right. I'm like, this is not a stroller, and I should have known. You know, she didn't know Hannah. You know, we're not in. We're not in Clinton County anymore, so right. But I said, uh, this is not a stroller. She says, Well, sir, it is a stroller. Well, that's what I really lost. I said, Well, she's handicapped, she's disabled. She says she can't walk, she's too big at that point in time to just carry around, you know. Right. And then I said, I need to talk to your supervisor. I was good at asking for a supervisor <laughs> as she got older. You're the so, female Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah. talk to the manager. <laughs> yeah. So they came over. I said, listen, this is, it looks like a, a stroller, but it's not a stroller. This is our means to get her around. And then calmer heads prevailed and we right. were able to take the stroller. And so, yeah. but people don't understand those 
that don't deal with, you know, a disability or, or anything that with that extra equipment being, you know, they, they see it and they freak out and this is our rules. Well, right. You know, yeah, we want to follow the rules, but we were just asking to bend them just a little bit, you know, so we got it worked out. That's, you know, but I'm I'm glad you brought that story up because that is, you know, another reason for this is that was a limitation that was attempted to be put on because it was a stroller. And that was your way of making what you mentioned the other day when you were, I don't remember if it was Friday with Fran or if it was last week when you were watching and you said you just wanted to be treated as normal as possible. Right. And, you know, that was just another thing that, like you said, you know, this, this person at the check-in desk was like, these are the rules. I have to follow the rules. This is, you know, my job depends on me following the rules, but being able to understand that rules are rules for a reason but sometimes there have to be exceptions and, you know, just to let you have the experience with Hannah that anybody else going in there would have had. And we got pictures with her wearing the Bob, the builder hat in that same stroller. Right. You know, so we made it work. You know, like I said, calmer heads. I'm a hothead. I I should have had red hair. You know, I should have, but uh, that's the other thing I, I did want to bring up. Um, and I'll probably cry through this. Don't forget to take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And I meant to say that to you ahead of time that I could be sharing pictures um, through this. I didn't know if you'd ever noticed that before that I can share pictures through this format. Um, so if you would want me to jump to your Facebook page. Oh, grab- you certainly can. Yeah. If you can find them. Yeah. Okay. But because here, here's the, here's what I wanted to bring up is I am, I am always on my Facebook. I am addicted to it. And, um, cause I don't want people to forget Hannah. Yeah. And I guarantee you that we won't. However, and all, I understand. And all I have is the pictures that we do have. So I, cause you don't get any new ones. You'll never get any new ones. Right. You know, cause she's gone. Well, I take that back she's not she's gone but she is still here right absolutely yeah she will i'm you know you look around her house she's she's you know we got things all the time you know oh and the marie i told you not to let me forget the marie story right marie was just in front of me here and normally i don't have enough room that she can hop up here (laughs) but marie showed up the day hannah passed away as a as a very skinny little kitten in the backyard. And I went back there and we just had some new neighbors move in who are very good friends of ours now. And I I said, Hey, Cassie, I said, are you missing a cat? And she kind of no, that cat's been around here since this morning and no one could catch it. Well, I bent over and that cat came right up to me. Oh, wow. Well, I brought it up to the house because I was in the middle of the yard. Well, then Morgan opened the sliding glass door and says, oh, a kitten. And I said, go get some milk. So, and I didn't realize you weren't supposed to feed kittens right. milk. Right, what know, we and, all think, yeah. So that's, what, but that's what I did. And, and uh, Morgan's, then Morgan's mom, Debbie, Debbie comes, says, oh, good. brought the cat in. The cat's been inside ever since. So if Marie, if Marie walks by here from, while we're on here, I'll, I'll pick up the phone and I'll show you Marie, but we've had, <laughs> we've had Marie since day one that Hannah left. Uh, Marie has come into our lives. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's amazing. So I did, I have found some pictures, but before I hop over there, um, so this is something from Tommy Hagen and she says, reasonable accommodations are so necessary. Yes. And Re- then she yeah. also, yeah, she also posted that Hannah is thought of so often. Her children love to hear her story when we stop at the playground. Yeah, we, we've had people and I love it. So if you want to do it and share it to my wall, if you have your kids and you don't mind it being on Facebook, take pictures, send them to me on, on my Facebook wall. I love, we, cause we go by there and instead of all the tears, we see happy faces and that's Hannah smiling. Right. Yeah. And I love, I know this is, we're, we're jumping a little ahead a a bit, but um, when Hannah passed, there was a new saying that 
occurred and I had never heard it before. Um, but you all say, instead of rest in peace or IP, you all say R A P. Run and play. That was my sister, Mara came up with that. So, um, so I'm, I'm going to share and then unshare just because I, not all of your pictures of Hannah. So I don't want to share pictures of (laughs) other events (laughs) that are going on that you don't want me to share. So, um, so you, you just keep talking and I'm just going to pop pictures up, um, every so often and, um, we'll keep going from there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just, I'll kind of go from, you know, she's now, I guess I talked about the Nissen fundoplication and the feeding tube and the vest and um, just all the medicine. So the hospital stays got more and more frequent. Uh, you would say that we'd be, we would be we would be in uh, a couple weeks at a time and then only be home for a couple months then in a couple of weeks. Then as she got older, that got to be months at a time, home for months and then in for months at a time again. Uh, we kind of uh, had two very similar. Her last two stays were very similar. Uh, we talked about having to uh, put a breathing tube in. And the second to last time she was in the hospital, um, we went to, it was St. Patrick's Day. And uh, my, uh, Debbie's aunt Lucy came to watch Hannah for us. And Morgan and Debbie and I went to the, St. Patrick's Day Parade, and she was on BiPAP a lot, um, and that's when they were considering intubating her, and uh, we went to the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and we got pictures of Morgan, and you don't ever forget about your other kids. I know it's hard, but we we had my mom and dad. I don't know what we would ever. Yeah. Parents are very, very important, most definitely. Morgan spent a lot of time with them. Um, not a, not a lot of time, but you know, when Morgan needed a place to go, we knew we had my mom and dad. You know, right. yeah. So we kind of used them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to go. Hi, mom. I'm on TV. You know, um, but I never had to worry about it. You know, my mom right. and dad were going to be there for me, for Debbie, for Morgan, for Hannah. Uh, they would come over a lot, you know, when we weren't in the hospital. Um, if Hannah was crying, my dad would go pick up Hannah and say, hey, let's go for a walk, Hannah. And he would take her to our front door and she would just, as soon as he would pick her up, she'd stop crying. So yeah. dad had Grandpa her. You know, yep. Papa. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Every time, you know, just the way he bounced her, the way he picked her up, the t- tone of, I could never tell you what it was, but it, it worked every time. Um, Your mom says hi back. Yeah, thank hi mom. <laughs> um, but on now I'll go to our last day. Things I can remember um, back to mom and dad. Uh, Deb and I would always switch. Deb wasn't working, and I was still putting in my days. And I have a kind of a crazy schedule. I work Monday, Tuesday. I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, and I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then the next week I only work Wednesday. Thursday so on my days off um, I would go relieve Debbie but instead of us driving and just switching cars I guess they were worried about us I'm assuming were worried about us you know being exhausted so mom and dad would always drive me there me Morgan there switch Mm -hmm. out with Debbie and then they would bring Debbie back so we we really didn't have to do all that much driving. Mom and dad did 80% of it. Yeah. So, you know, they just always looking out for us, you know, which is still do. They still do. So um, I can remember uh, if you're as a parent, I can remember just, I guess it was just the anxiety of leaving because I'm supposed to be the one normally with a patient. And I hated that. And on the way home, I would have such anxiety on that drive home. Me and Morgan would be in the back seat, and we'd they, we'd be doing the I spy, you know, mm-hmm. just to keep my mind off of things. And I I would just be short of breath in the back seat of the car, just horrible. 
you know, until I would get home and then it would get a little better. Cause at least I was home with Morgan and, but, uh, uh, Morgan had a lot of time where it was just, uh, with one parent and not the other, but it was with both of us, just not at the same time. Right. So, uh, that, that always was in the back of our mind. What, what are we doing to Morgan? But Morgan ended up, everybody says our kid's a great kid, but our kid, she's a great kid. <laughs> yep. She is. Look who's here. Oh, <laughs> this is Marie. Yeah. Marie is my, and Marie is Hannah's middle name. That's where we oh. got Marie from. So, so Fran, if you're out there, there's my fur friends right there. So, <laughs> um, so that's Marie. And uh, she, if I'm home here by myself, uh, sitting on the couch, she's always there. And that's why I said, Hannah's always here. Yeah. So absolutely i'm getting better at not crying yeah that's okay <laughs> you know what like i told you that the other day when you said you might get emotional i'd worry about you if you didn't i, I really would you know because yeah. it shows how much you love her and i i want you to understand that i did not put that in the past tense on purpose because she is always going to be your daughter i i you know my intro i i wanted to be very particular about the fact that you are a father of two you will always yeah. be a father of two. Um, and speaking of, of uh, parents and grandparents, uh, this is my mom. She says, from a grandparent's view, the bond between grandparents and the grandkids is so special. We have the time to do more things with our grandkids. We are no longer working. So, yeah. Um, but at the time, they were working. <laughs> 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 my mom is still working. So. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. even better. So yeah, they, you know, they just made, made the time. So, yeah, you know, wanted to make sure that I'm, I'm the baby, you know, so hang on. I got my pager. I got to turn off. Okay. No problem. His job is, is always Sorry near about him. That. That's okay. I just said I your job is always near you. I didn't know if you could hear all that going on or not. So I could hear it. I don't know that I was understanding it, which is, okay. you know, but yeah, yeah I, we don't, we don't need to know what the emergency call is right now. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a brush fire. Nobody hurt. So. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, um, where was I? Um, Mom and Dad, Morgan. So, Morgan, um, like Debbie, did not get a lot of credit with everything that went on with yeah. Hannah. Now, Morgan was, let's say that we were having a lot of seizures when Hannah was three. That's when we were having the 30 a day. Um, Morgan would have been six. Morgan, if we were in the kitchen getting stuff ready and Hannah and Morgan were in the TV room, Morgan would come in. Mom, dad, whoever was home, Hannah's having a seizure. Wow. So she yeah. she knew. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. She knew all, you know, she knew what was going on. She knew how to put her feeding tube together and uh turn the machines on and off and she knew how to get the, the vest on and turn it on and off. And yeah, there's Morgan. I just saw the picture. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she's fantastic and she wants to be a veterinarian. So she will take care of, uh, maybe not people, but, uh, she will take care of living beings and I think she will be very good at it. And I'm very proud of her no matter what she decides to do. So it, she didn't have to do that to make me proud. So, so I was already proud of her. So. <laughs> oh, I know. And as we are of Hannah, cause like I said, Hannah is a big reason why the money was raised to, to build the playground. So, right. So, you know, kids, I, I think I'm just going to go to go to the playground part because I don't know if I could get through the last day at the hospital Absolutely. that was so difficult. So yep. nope. um, everybody knows that, you know, she was, she was, I'll go a little bit into it. She was there for three months and um, this is probably the most difficult time of year for me. Cause this is the time of the year that she was in. And this is why I say the pictures and why I repost pictures because it comes up in the, the memories on Facebook. Right. And, but so do all the updates we used to keep, let everybody know what was going on our family our friends it was easier to do through facebook oh, so yeah. you could do it one time and not have to send out hundreds of messages you know right but those those updates still come back yeah. and i and i can't turn them off because then i don't get to see the pictures that 
come up that I forget right. about. So, yeah. So I have to kind of, so I, I would like to say I don't read them, but I do. It just reminds me of the roller coaster we're on because there'll be one day, Hey, we had some good news today. Her x-rays were good, you know? And then mm-hmm. the very next day, Oh, the x-rays are bad. And it's like, wow, did we really go up and down that fast, you know, in, yes. you know, 12 hours time, you know? Right. So that's, it just, it was, a, it was a very difficult three months. So, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, so, and then we had to make the decision, you know, are we going to put her on a, a ventilator? And I know, uh, there's some people out there that say, oh yeah, do it. Don't do it. I'm not, I'm not going to judge either way. I made my decision for, for Hannah and Morgan and Debbie and I and my family. And, um, we had asked Morgan, Morgan was, uh, how old was Morgan? Morgan's seven, Morgan was 10. And I can remember us being in the hotel over there, uh, cause things were getting pretty bad, you know, things weren't looking good and I can remember us three laying in, in the king size bed at the hotel over there and explaining it to Morgan and Morgan says, I wouldn't want to live on that machine. Wow. Now she didn't make our decision for us, sure, but she sure did give us insight on what a young person feels. Yeah. And, and I won't judge anybody for, then I don't want anybody to judge us for what right. the decision we, we elected to not trake her. Um, uh, and put her on a breathing machine. So uh, they said, and the reason, the biggest reason was that they said, even if we do that, her lungs still may not survive. So, and she would obviously not be qualified for a lung transplant. She was just too sick. So yeah, Um, her lungs were literally, she passed away from respiratory failure, really had I would like to say it really had nothing to do with the seizures. It had nothing to do with the cerebral palsy, but it all had to do with everything. Right. So she just had so much pneumonia through the years. Just her lungs just couldn't, couldn't take it any longer. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to share a picture um, of Morgan. I got to figure out which screen I'm supposed to do this with. Um, Oh, I just took you out. I didn't mean to do that. Hang on, let me try it this way. There we People go. Now you're in it. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so... that... Go ahead. Those were uh, family pictures, and um, there's another one with us sitting on a bench. I don't know if that one's okay. close to there. I'll see if I can find and it. Someone gave us the idea. I said I just hate taking family pictures because. Hannah's not, oh, I know who it was. It was when we had our, uh, our church, um, directory pictures and the guy said, well, next time when we do the directory, bring a picture up and hold the picture of Hannah. So she'll always be in your family pictures. Oh, nice. So we had this, uh, blanket made or given to us by Debbie's sister, uh, Sandy, and it had all big pictures uh, of Hannah. So we took that blanket out there the same day we took that one that, that Morgan's on on the Hannah sign mm-hmm. and Hannah's in all of our, our family pictures. So that's awesome. This is not that picture. I'm still searching for it, but I did want to share. Well, come on, there it is. I did want to share your three girls. Yep. Debbie, Morgan, and Hannah there. Um how old was Hannah at this time? Oh uh, that time. I would say she's four or five. That's kind of what I was thinking. It's hard to remember exactly when that was. Yeah. I got to go by Debbie's hairstyle and hair color. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could have looked at Morgan's age and, you know, done the math that way. Yeah. Yeah. More Like I said, they're three years apart. So Morgan looks to be about seven years, eight years old there. So. So, yeah, I would say that's probably a good guess. Yeah, probably. I'm still looking for that picture. So keep talking about the playground. Okay. So so I'm going to go back to the, the um, last day when I, when I met Angie. Okay. So 
so I met Angie and Beth. They were at that, the presenting that, and I told that story. And so we just kind of got together. I came home, told Debbie, and I was pretty excited about it because I'm like, this is really neat. Now, this is only two weeks after Hannah had passed away. Oh, wow. So it is, you know, very, not a lot of grieving had gone on at that point in time, you know. Right. So our grieving process went from the loss to something that potentially could be life-changing for a lot of people, including us, you know. Um, Nothing better to take your grief and put it towards something way more positive than what just had happened, you know. Right. And uh, so that's what we did, you know. I said, we know how to raise money. I mean, we know lots of people, you know. And so we, we got a chicken and beer dance together for the first one. And not a lot of people showed up to it, but enough to make a little money, you know, but what really started to happen was kids started to find out and we were getting six, seven year old kids that would have been classmates of Hannah and not just classmates, but they would have birthday parties and say, I don't want a gift. I just want donations for, Hannah's playground. Well, then right. we'd be sitting here watching TV, and I can remember the first couple times that it because ha- it happened hundreds of times. But the yeah. first couple of times, you know, the doorbell rings, and it's this seven-year-old young man or young lady, you know, with their parents say, "We have something for you." And you know, at first we're like, "What's going on?" He said, "Well, I had a birthday party, and I asked for all my gifts." instead of gifts to be cash donations to Hannah's playground and they give you an envelope. Now I'm not Hmm. talking an envelope with, you know, $25 in it. I'm talking sometimes there was hundreds, $500, $600, $700, a thousand dollars at times. And this happened hundreds of times over. So it was almost like, the virus, a good virus that spread, you know, <laughs> right. good, you know, that yeah. one, one, one child, you know, I'm, I'm not saying a parent didn't say, Hey, what about this? What do you think about doing this? Cause that probably did happen, but a kid still had to give up his gifts or right. her gifts to make yeah. a big gift for many to share years later. Yeah. And so, and that's not where all the money was raised. But that was where the most special money was raised. Yeah. Because it came from kids. And boy, you go by there. Today, it's still warm enough. I bet you if you go by there, there's kids playing right now. And it's, what, June or December 22nd? Yeah. Yeah, December 22nd. Yeah. And there's still kids playing on that playground. You know? Yeah. If Can it's you four, 40 the- degrees yeah. or above, there's kids playing. Yeah. Can you tell us some of the things that are unique about Hannah's playground compared to Emmy because we've talked about it but we haven't talked about what makes it unique yeah, yeah exactly it it is considered um, an all-inclusive playground we don't consider it a handicapped because the deal is you're supposed to be able to play with other children mm-hmm. so whether you're in a wheelchair or not whether you're in a walker or not, you should be able to have fun with your friends, right? Mm-hmm. So as soon as you walk in, you'll notice that um, the surface is uh, soft, except for the, the sidewalk, but the surfaces are soft and flat. It's all flat. It's not rock. It's not mulch. Um, to get up to where the slides are at, you could go up traditional steps or there is a ramp even though you may not be able to take your wheelchair down there. That's the picture. Yep. Took me a while, Um, but I found it. (laughs) You're awesome. Um, So you can go up there and there's uh, the, the ramps are there. Uh, You could have your parent take you up there and you could get out of the wheelchair and actually go down the slide and then move the wheelchair back down or just go up and watch your other friends go down the slide. And there's uh, like crow's nest and, different activities to do. There's sensory touch items that you touch them and they make uh, noises, uh, sirens, fire trucks, ambulance, police cars, 
uh, tractors. Uh, there was all kinds of stuff. We have drums and bells for music, and that's what I actually enjoyed the best. You walk by, you see the kids playing, and you can hear it's not music because even the bells are not necessarily all ding, 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 ding. You know, mm-hmm. the the new, the tones are, are not right. all, but the drums, the, the bells ringing and maracas and shakers and all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was all, I don't want to forget unlimited play. Unlimited play was the driving force behind the actual playground. It was Angie's idea and Angie got a hold of unlimited play and unlimited play started with, uh, uh, the, the president's son was in a wheelchair and, um, they built the first one and she created a, a non-for-profit to build more. And now they have playgrounds going up everywhere, different States. Um, just un. I can't even tell you how I haven't looked at their website lately to even tell you how many there are now, but uh, we were the first one here in Southern Illinois area to have, and I think uh, Edwardsville might have some features that are, are all accessible, but not an entire playground. And I know Highland just put one in the last couple of years. Okay. And it started from Hannah's playground, I think. Yeah. And <laughs> I they, yeah, and Unlimited Play, I believe, is somehow involved with that Spirit of Discovery Park that, um, with the gentleman that I interviewed a few right. weeks ago, Eric Westicott, um, because after my interview with him, he asked me if Unlimited Play had been part of getting Hannah's playground, and I said, yeah. I think that sounded yeah. right, but it's... 100, you know. 100%, yeah. That they, they, that's, I still call every now and then for questions or this or that or, you know... And then also at the playground, the, the, the fundraising part, it was, we raised about a hundred thousand dollars a year on average for three years. And we had it covered in three years. So city of breeze, you know, donated a lot of uh, concrete through their TIF district. And, um, cause it was for the park. Um, they redid the bathroom to make it all inclusive bathrooms and, uh, 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 it, they, Kaskaskia College um, HVAC program this past summer, last summer. So last last year was its first time that it had heat so the bathroom could stay open. Oh, nice. So they used to have to close the bathroom because when it would freeze, the water sure. would freeze. Right. So um, Mark Conan is a good friend of mine. He's uh, the professor there for the HVAC. Uh, George Evans was on board with it. Um, and they, they got all the equipment donated, um, Very through cool. Benoist, um, heating and cooling. I think it's, uh, I'm not sure where they're out of, but it's Benoist and, um, uh, they, they donated all the equipment and then Mark and his students put it all in. That is so awesome. So, and, you know, this was years later after it's built, you know, so it's right. kind of an ongoing, uh, thing, uh, Fallon. Fallon has a little section out there that she made a wish because she enjoyed going out there. Um, and that was her make a wish. You know, she didn't, her first wish was not to to go to Disney world. It was to add stuff to Hannah's playground. Oh, that's awesome. So that's why the, the section, if you go out there, the original section, the, the floor is green and then, they opened a section closer to the bathroom and you'll see the tile is blue and the fan found Fallon's <laughs> picture is there uh, because that was her make a wish. Wow. Wish. So they got a, a merry-go-round and the merry-go-round is not elevated. So a wheelchair could roll straight mm-hmm. onto the merry-go-round. And there's also two mommy and me swings out there where a mom sits on the one side and the, the child can sit on the other side and you swing face to face instead of just pushing your child. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then as far as Hannah's side goes, we have uh, two um, high back uh, swings that if someone doesn't have muscle tone, it's got the five point straps um, uh, that they can swing in. We got regular traditional swings. Um Some stuff is traditional, you know, and then some stuff like the slides, um, 
the roller slide, it uh, doesn't conduct um, static electricity. So kids with cochlear implants, uh, static electricity messes with those cochlear implants. So the roller slide does not conduct. Have you ever been on a plastic slide? You go down, Uh Uh you you know, your hair stands up like at the magic house, right? Right. So we do have the plastic slide out there as well, but we also have the roller slide that doesn't conduct the static electricity. So, That's and awesome. the, you know, that had nothing to do with Debbie or I, that was unlimited play and knew all about that with, uh, with the companies that they deal with to get the right equipment for the right application. So, right. That's so, awesome. Yeah. See, that's, that's just more limits that are being taken away yes. um, for, for everybody. And I want to show you, um, so I, I got to go back a few comments just so that to make sure that you see them so when I was showing pictures of Hannah um, she's a beautiful young oh I'm sorry no this was when I was showing pictures of Morgan she's a beautiful young lady Um, and then the next comment was you have a beautiful family Um, and then we have this one that says you know it is one of our children's most favorite places from just having fun and making memories to having therapy there when my kids needed it and that's from Crystal Lynn yeah Um, I can remember them guys coming out when we were building it, they were there for the community build. And that was the other thing. It was a community build. Um, the city of Breeze did a lot of the digging and dirt work, uh, concrete. But as far as putting some of the stuff together, you know, people came from all over. And when I say all over, it wasn't just Breeze. You know, it's in Breeze, but it was not done just by Breeze. I mean, from New Baden to Centralia, there was donations and help always given you know yeah it it didn't seem like they everybody knew who hannah was by the time it was done right yeah and you know when i've driven past the park there i feel like i rarely see people playing on the older section where they have you know the playground it seems like everyone always seems to be in the section where hannah's playground is because i just think it's such a wonderful playground and like you said it's so inclusive everyone can play there and everyone can have fun at, and, you know, um, I mean, I've, I've gone out there, we've had family come in from out of town and, um, we've said, Hey, let's meet at Hannah's playground because you have the pavilion that is very near actually kind of, I think it's sort of attached to the playground now. Right. It is. Yeah. And, you know, so we, it's we hard said, to reserve that pavilion by the way, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've tried to reserve. Oh, that weekend's taken. Oh, that weekend's taken. <laughs> oh, that weekend's taken. Oh, yeah. oh uh, you know, I'm yeah. glad it is, too. Yeah, you know, I've seen, makes, yeah. I've that makes me happy, so. Driven past there and seen birthday parties going on or some sort of celebration. Yeah, we had Morgan's high school graduation out there just so yeah. Hannah could be involved. Oh, you know? that's awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, that is so wonderful. Well, we have, because I never I never go over an hour or I try not to go over an hour. Um, so we have about eight minutes, seven and a half minutes. So um, what would you want someone going through your situation to know? Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm going to go back. I don't think we really hit on the van very much. No, not really. It was just sort of a, a blip. That that was put. Yeah. that Okay. Hannah started to get bigger and bigger and bigger and, she obviously couldn't sit in a chair in the car, you know, so the car seat got too small. Right. Cause she didn't stop growing, you know, but she, so my buddy, Randy Voss, who I DJ with says, you need to have a fundraiser and uh, get a van. I'm like, no, I ain't doing that. I'm not asking for help. Well, he got a whole committee together, Randy, Tim Schlaper, uh, Tim and Carrie Bulk, uh, Keith and Jennifer Wimpy. Uh, uh, if I forget anybody, just just know that I'm on the spot and I can't. It, it's just <laughs> all my friends. I mean, and they got together and said, "Hey, by the way, we're having a meeting, and you got to be there." And I went over there, and there all my friends were, and said, "We're we're doing this, whether you want it or not." And um, we had it on. Um, the day before Thanksgiving, and everybody knows that's a big party night. Well, it got to be so big that they had to get tents outside the Breeze Legion. Oh my God! Um, 
to put all the auction items in so there would be room inside to actually have people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they raised enough money for the van and they create and this goes back to when we were talking to you were talking to the attorney. I can't remember his name, I'm sorry, That's about okay. the trust. Eric. And mm-hmm. they put the rest in a trust for us. And um, just to protect us, Debbie and I, from people going, oh, what do you do with all that money? Right. You know, they put it in the trust right. and they had three trustees. And then when we wanted to buy something for Hannah, those three trustees had to approve oh, that's, that. That's fantastic. Yes. So it took the stigma off of Debbie and I of, oh, you're just blowing money. Right. So we bought a stander and um, some of the stuff that just wasn't covered by insurance that our therapist said this would really benefit her the ball pit um i think they they yeah they did they ended up putting a remote start on um the van so it would be warm for when hannah got in it they felt that that was necessary so there was just a lot of stuff that they covered um above the amount for that but i went into that night going, I don't know what is going to happen. I walked in, the place was shoulder to shoulder by eight o'clock and it was overwhelming in a good way. Yeah. You know, I was embarrassed that I had asked for help, but it was overwhelming the people that are out there that want to help people. You know, everybody wants to talk about on the news and Facebook and how bad people are, you know, all the negative stuff. There's a lot of good that goes on in this world. Don't it just, really is. just look around, look real hard and try not to look at negative and look at some of the positive things. It's still going on. There's still positive stuff going on. There is. And that's a Even, great, great point because especially where we are, you know, um, we, this community and, and I mean our County at large, yeah. has rallied for, for many situations. Um, you know, not just oh. hands playground, but it, yeah, dozens adults. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. So yeah. needs it. They're going to get it from Clinton County. So, yeah. And I, and I hope that that would be the case all around the world and all, especially all around our country, but I know it's not, you know, so we are, we are very blessed where we are that um, we are around a lot of generous and kind people. Um, I've had people reach out to me that have seen this or, or through my um, education consultant business. And it, it terribly breaks my heart to hear some of the things that go on. And we have great schools here too. Um, you know, I didn't, I, and I've never said this, but I'm going to, I'm going to put this caveat out there that I didn't start becoming an education consultant and master IEP coach because I thought our schools were doing a poor job here in our County. Um, it was to it was because of how great our schools are that I wanted other people in other places to have that same experience. Not that our schools are perfect, but we certainly, I feel, are above and beyond. Um, yeah, we, a lot of- we, and we've been through many IEPs with Hannah, and the, we made the decision that it was best that we had teachers come here because of right. she was so exposed. Right. And H- Hannah never did speak a word. She taught us everything. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, I, I've got to wrap up. I would, I could sit and talk to you and maybe some other time we will have you back on um, and give you more opportunity to share. Cause there were a couple things that I wanted to talk to you about um, as far as your involvement with special Olympics and um, if being an EMT and kind of some things that maybe you have seen in that regard, as far as dealing with people with special needs and, and how they're, um, handled and treated um so so i hope someday if you're up to it that you would be willing to come back on i have so enjoyed hearing the wonderful things i never had the chance to get to know hannah and i'm so thankful that you came on today to share about her um i knew her life was beautiful um not because i knew you but because so many people had shared with me about her and i can't thank you enough for being here today And for anybody watching, um, for those of you who commented today and and joined in our conversation, thank you so much for that. Um, If you are watching 
the replay of this, please hit like, please share this. Um, the more people that we can reach, the better for all of us. Um, Merry Christmas, Michael, and please extend that to Deb and Morgan as well. Thank Will you do. so much. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Thanks.